Um, my coffee grinder works again. Oh my god, that's so exciting for you. I know, but we, yeah, it, we'll see. We it's, both had it's huge tentative. days since we last spoke. Grace, I, full transparency with you, I can't wait to hear about your day. That's one thing. Full transparency. Well, but I need to be honest yeah. that you said the podcast was up and then I took a three hour nap. <laughs> huge day for Liv. <laughs> You cut your hair and your coffee grinder works again. That's a huge day. I cut my hair, but the, 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 yeah. But the haircut took around five minutes total. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's the thing. I didn't realize, I I was shown a trick on like TikTok or something Mm -hmm. where you do a ponytail and then you cut the bottom off. Oh, And then you do a ponytail with less of the hair. Yeah, it works really well. Oh, great. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, then I went climbing, but that's it. Cool. Um, okay, tell us about your day. Well, so I had yours a pretty, was eventful. Yeah, I had a pretty chill morning after Liv and I recorded an early afternoon, did some chores. But my grandmother is in town visiting, and so Louise and I went over for the afternoon and for dinner. And we had to go over before dinner because we were both given very specific tasks by my grandmother that we needed to complete while she was here. Louise's was she had to make a bunch of signs for her for like her kitchen, you know, like a sign that's like, did you turn the stove off? And then like a sign for her bathroom mirror that's like, remember to take your pills. (laughs) Um, And Louise actually made some very cute signs. Um, My grandma's thrilled with them. She says everybody's going to be jealous and want some. Um, Oh my God. But I, oh what? I was going to say sidetrack. You know how we're talking about Louise being, oh wait, we were talking about that off the podcast, being photogenic. That was it. Um, anyway, she posted that picture of her with the eggs today, and I was yeah. like, how? I know. How do you pose like that? I don't know. You look so good yeah. in the light. Do you know it was going to look like that? She's incredibly photogenic. It's very annoying. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You um, both are very good at finding the light. Thank you. She's better. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so my task was to help my grandmother write a play that she's going to put on in her community. And there's a lot that goes into this play. We worked on it for, like, four hours. That's fine. But my grandma was just in a gossiping mood. Like, she was telling us all kinds of gossip about the community. She was telling us about how her there's younger gotta be sister, so who much. was also named Louise, my sister Louise is named after her sister Louise, always mm. used to, like, steal her boyfriends. Like, uh... Oh, that's so rude. I know. She was, like... A guy would, like, I would meet a guy at, like, a folk dance, and we would go on, like, one day, and next thing I knew, he'd be dating Louise. And I was like, that's so <laughs> fucked up. Grace um, has not had to worry about that as much. <laughs> well, yeah, and then at one point, we're, like, talking about Aunt Louise's, like, first marriage or whatever, only marriage, can't remember, and Louise leans over to me and is, like, lesbian, so who knows. Um... <laughs> Maybe I'm airing too much family stuff on this podcast. The one thing that I was going to tell you. I think it's really okay. <laughs> is um, the, God, why am I going to tell this on a podcast? Um, my grandmother inadvertently introduced me to a very handsome young man who lives yes! near her community. <laughs> I was wondering what that was about. Please yeah. tell me more. Um, but she didn't, she didn't introduce us because she was like look at this very handsome young man he should meet my granddaughter she introduced us because we Mm -hmm. both had the same jaw surgery and she was like i think you'd enjoy talking about it um (laughs) but anyway so then 
I was like, Grandma, why didn't you tell me that the guy you were introducing me to about jaw surgery was, like, a very handsome young man who was my age? And she was like, oh, I didn't even think about it. And I was like, girl, come on. Anyway, so I had a lot of jokes about <laughs> wait, being wait, mad sorry, about I, that. I need to um, clarify something for people on the podcast. Please. He has braces, correct? Yeah. And he's still hot. Yeah. So he has braces because of the jaw surgery. Let that sink in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I understand, Not just for, obviously. like, fun. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just, I and feel like I need to express that. Pretty and he's still hot. Looking, so. yeah. um, anyway. But anyway. Go on. So my grandma. She really should have told you. <laughs> my grandma pulls Louise aside this evening and is like, Louise, you're never going to believe this. And Louise <laughs> is like, what, grandma? What? And grandma's like, so Joanne, my grandma's good buddy who also lives in the community. She was like, Joanne um, ran into Joe the day after the party where like he and Grace met and Joanne's nosy. So Joanne was like, uh, what do you think of Grace? And apparently mm-hmm. the young man was like, oh, she's really beautiful. And Louise was like, oh, wow. And Grandma's like, wow. Do you think I should tell her? (laughs) And Louise was like, yeah, that's hilarious. So Grandma comes up to me and she's like, Gracie, you're never going to believe what he said about you. (laughs) Never going to believe. Okay, Grandma, thank you so much. This man lives in Portland and also I think is currently in a foreign country for multiple months and also I don't know him, but thank you so much, Grandma. And then the whole dinner, she's like, Gracie, did you know he was in the Peace Corps? Gracie, did you know Stop, he was she charity? was not. <laughs> she was <laughs> not talking him up to you. And, and then, like, my aunt, or, um, my uncle and his wife are also there, and, like, we're all having a family dinner, and my mom, like, initiates, like, a cheers with our wine glasses. She's like, to all being here together. And Grandma's like, to that young man calling Grace beautiful at the family dinner table for the cheers. And in front of everybody, she keeps being like, Gracie, like, you should really, like, call him up and, like, see what's going on. Gracie, like, do you have a way to contact him? And I was like, I have his number because you gave it to me. Gracie, do you need his address? I can send him a letter. She, like, literally wants me to call him and be like, hi, I heard you think I'm beautiful. Yeah, hi, I heard that you think I'm beautiful. Would you yeah. like to say that on the phone? So yeah, she was she was wild and out. Um, mm-hmm. that was my night. That's so good. Yeah, that's what she wants me to do. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think you should. I mm-hmm. think you should do it. <laughs> I'm in support. <laughs> I'd love to gossip with your grandma about it. I'd be like, you know what else he said? <laughs> he also called her gorgeous. So you know. And my grandma will be like, how do you know that? And you'll be like, he just, like, probably did, right? (laughs) Like, he would have had to, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, I hope that was a good story. I can't tell if, like, one needs a whole lot more context than they're getting in order for it to be a good story. But I hope it was good. I don't think so. It was embarrassing for me and my family to say the least. I I love that for you. (laughs) Um, I went to my boyfriend's family reunion mm-hmm. which was very fun that was yesterday i don't think i talked about this on the you pod. didn't but uh it's not very important there's not much that happened but it was all of his relatives in one kitchen it was like a bunch of little old ladies in one kitchen and they could not decide what roles everyone should have. 
And so they just sort of gave the same roles to like five different people and asked them all to be in the kitchen at the same time with the other groups of people. And then they got really stressed out and they wouldn't set timers on their phone. But only set timers on their watches. They set timers on their phones. <laughs> They're like, I got it. It's on my watch. I'm like, I don't think any of you remember what time this is. And they were, uh, but they got it all done. They uh, made us each a table runner, which was really cute. That is cute. So, yeah. Um, my update since this morning is that after confessing to you mm-hmm. um, that I have the hots for Nick Kroll. Yeah. I have received several Nick Kroll targeted ads <laughs> on TikTok. Oh, my God. So- and they are him, like, being kind of slutty. <laughs> So you revealed that, like, pretty early on in the podcast. Like, it was one of the first things you said. And so when I was editing the podcast at the table, like, I play the first chunk to make sure, like, our volumes match up and, like, whatever. And I wasn't using my headphones. And so Louise is just sitting there as you're, like, you know, Mm. being like, hey, I have a new celebrity Mm -hmm. crush. And I'm like, oh, let me guess who it is. And then when you went, it's Nick Kroll. She audibly gasped and, like, covered her mouth. (laughs) Like she just, she just been like doodling at the like at the table, like not didn't even seem like she was paying attention. But you go, it's Nick Kroll, and she goes, (gasps) (laughs) it's okay. Yeah, I do think that is the appropriate reaction. I still am so pissed at myself that I didn't guess that, but oh well, I'm not a very good. No, it's okay, and we know that about me, so. Okay. It's okay. You'll get the next one. I'll get the next celebrity crush. Um It was a harder one because it would have made sense to be something that was like showing up on our for you pages more. But he's but, only showing up on mine because I think I'm in love with him. Well, but like don't worry, darling, it was so recent. I, I just I feel silly. That's true. But yeah. most people went in the direction of like what's happening with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles and Florence yeah. Pugh. Yeah. And I went and it the direction you went i've never seen nick kroll like this (laughs) nick kroll looks looks hot (laughs) that blue suit jacket that's era (laughs) wow look at him be foiled by this reality or whatever that wasn't very good i don't think my analogies are going to be great today (laughs) i feel it in my bones (laughs) Did you go see Don't Worry Darling? No, I still need to. I'm, like, really trying to avoid spoilers, but, like, I feel like you're seeing more and more spoilers on TikTok now because people are, like, it's been out for a while. Yeah, I saw it with Mason. I still want to see it. I mean, it's not like I'm, like, I'll be devastated if I learn spoilers, but, like, I'm trying to be, like, a brave girl and not look up movie synopses before I see them now, you know? That is brave. Due to being fun and spontaneous. You are fun and Mm -hmm. spontaneous. This won't ruin anything, but at the end of it... Mason was like, oh, it was, it was, like, okay for, like, a mystery thriller type thing. Mm-hmm. And though I do agree, uh, I still enjoyed it. But I was like, so you think The Lighthouse is better? The one that doesn't have Florence Pugh? And isn't or Black and <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying! <laughs> like, what an actually absurd opinion to have. Uh... I felt... Like, actually a little bit affronted. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to say, Mason. I haven't even watched it. But I was forced to watch The Lighthouse by a boy. Who hasn't had mm-hmm. that experience? It's our generation. That's the new... What is the other one that you were forced to watch in high, high school? school? That's our. That's me and Ellie's new uh, Shawshank Redemption. 
Yeah. Okay. It was Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Great. Yeah. The Classic lighthouse date is the movie. New Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> if you were a boy in the graduating class of Ingram High School 2015 <laughs> and you made a girl watch Shawshank Redemption in high school, please come forward. Please tag yourself. <laughs> come forward and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay um reveal yourself <laughs> do you have any uh bachelor nation gossip god i wish i'll say i can um, i just complain about zachary reality for yeah, a second absolutely so i saw this tiktok where he was like there was a lot more behind teddy's exit than any of us realized or something you know like that's yeah. the draw you in clickbaity thing yeah and then he's like so as we all know like this like katie and andrew were together and then rodney came in or no katie teddy and andrew were together and then rodney came in and showed interest in teddy blah 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 and then she left in tears and then she posted this instagram post which is like what teddy posted after leaving and it was like i'm proud of myself deeply cryptic or one like leaving situations that are like uncomfortable and harmful to me and two like not letting people in authority push me beyond my boundaries or whatever like clearly about the producers and zachary reality mm-hmm. goes this is clearly about the producers and that's the video that's the end <laughs> he was like there was more behind her exit and i was like i thought oh. you i just watched his old inspiration i know <laughs> i was so pissed i was like you suck you are the like he's yeah. like the human version of like peak those clickbait. buzzfeed articles in like 2016 yeah, clickbait yeah yeah he is human clickbait I, and i okay, don't so like what him. i've heard about no it makes unreliable also yeah because it's like i respect that when you meet with like bachelor fans and all of that stuff that you like don't say the shit that you've heard but it's also like maybe don't hang out with them yeah so you can like report because it becomes biased because then you're like reporting on i don't know yeah but oh my god my sister redacted maybe but um you can't say redacted maybe you have to tell me for sure i you probably not but um (laughs) So he made a, a video, Zachary Reality did, about, I sent it to you, about Daniel C.V. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to my sister, and she was like, why does it have so few likes compared to everything else? She's like, was he paid to post this? And then, which I was like, maybe. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea, I don't no, think. No, no, but no. I do think that his audience isn't Daniel C.V.'s no, audience. No, no, I agree. I think Daniel Suvi's is a lot younger. Like, I'm not saying it's... It makes sense that they would go for, like, TikTok gossip creators and stuff, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, so my sister commented on that post. <laughs> she said, blink twice if you were blackmailed into doing this. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. I I feel... <laughs> it's just... It was just wild. And he was like, no, but a bunch of people liked her comment. He replied... <laughs> Yeah, he was like, no, lol. And I was like, okay. Okay. But it was just because, like, all of his other posts have, like, thousands of likes, and his one with Daniel CV has, like, 200. Oh. 200 or 300. So she was like, I don't understand. I was like, I do think you might be right. He was experimenting with a new new, uh, genre, and it did not pan out. It didn't pan out, and I think that's fine. I don't... 
<laughs> this is this isn't meant to be shade to Daniel CB. I will say that like I mean this is not news, but like music promotion on TikTok is so fucking effective when it works. Like I'm legit yes. about to start listening to Megan Trainer again because of like how well her yeah. TikTok promotion is working on me. <laughs> oh my god, her the guy Chris. Yeah. They make me giggle. I'm, like, literally, like, and she's posted so many videos with, like, her new song, like, about, um, called, like, I Made You Look or Made You Look or something, and I'm, like, singing it in my head mm-hmm. all day. All day. Love it. I mean, Maisie Peters, too. She's That's how I found Maisie Peters. Rap? Yeah, mm-hmm. Renee Rap. And then, you know, like, obviously there are a bunch of artists who don't even need to do TikTok. They just release singles and we go, yeah. holy shit. But I feel like I have definitely found, like new artists because of tiktok no i told i 100 percent, not even a little in any other way found Maisie peters on tiktok and now she's like my top two on spotify she's great she's great love that um so actually none of that was bachelor gossip the only thing that i can think oh, of yeah. and it's not oh. gossip it's just an observation is michelle and rachel are hanging out together all the time love that for them yeah it's kind of sweet besties. yeah Oh, okay. I did have something. Did did I talk about the Teddy exit before? Because you were like, "There's no information," but I can tell you what the the gossip is about. Oh it. no, I must have interrupted you if you started to do that. Oh no, I don't think I did. I met in a different because oh, I no, knew no, about no, it a couple weeks so. ago, so I wasn't sure. Okay, so essentially, it's like rumored that um, when she got down to the beach or beach, they were like obsessed with the idea of her and Andrew, mm-hmm. and were. When the Rodney thing happened, they were like, well, we don't want you to date anyone. Like, they were pushing her and being like, you can't date anyone else besides Andrew Hmm. if you're here. And she already knew that she, like, wasn't into him. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, well, I want to leave then because I don't feel, like, comfortable here. It feels like I'm now going to get a bad edit if I don't just pursue Andrew like you want me to. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's why they included that clip of her being like, because she was she was just worried that everyone was going to try and convince her to stay. Mm-hmm. Or the producers were, were going to successfully convince her that she needed to stay. Yeah. So that's why she was like, I'm going to leave right now with nothing, no saying goodbye. And that's why they left that clip in to make her look bad. Mm-hmm. Because it could have been easily, like, they could have given an explanation. Yeah, but any more but time. They were like, she was spent, any more time she spent on camera could have been used against her, so... Exactly. So I think that's what she was really worried about. And but that's what I mean by they like use that against her too because instead of being instead of the producers being like she left because she's just not feeling like like they could have even lied and been like she's not feeling like there's someone else here for her and she just wants to go home. Yeah. Like they were like she, yeah, she just decided to leave without saying goodbye. No explanation like Crazy of her. <laughs> so rude. Yeah. She doesn't care about you guys. It was essentially like the vibe they were giving. Yeah. Or the message they were sending, so. Bummer. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, do you want to talk about the episode? Yes. Okay. Please. So this episode, Sally finally arrives. Oh, Sally wow. of the suitcase. It begins with, like, her walking down the stairs. She gets, like, angelic entrance music. Um mm-hmm. And, yeah, so Sally enters, and she admits to the camera, like, that she was supposed to be here on the first day of Paradise, allegedly, but, like, didn't come because she had to take care Mm -hmm. of some work. And she's like, I didn't get on three flights to come here. 
And I'm like, okay, like your story is matching up with what Wells says, which is weird because I don't believe him at all. No. Um, well, I also just feel like there's, I didn't get on free, three flights and there's, I locked a producer in the trunk of my car for, for sure. hours to talk to my ex. For sure. Um, and that's how I felt like some of the people took it on the beach. They were like, well, if she didn't get on three flights, it then she did. It must be the truth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Genevieve is talking with Aaron when she sees Sally enter. And Genevieve is like, ugh, I am not a fan of Sally. Like, she's crazy. And then she tells Aaron, she's like, if you go on a date with her, I'll fucking kill you. Um, <laughs> and Genevieve. You and Justin are broken up. Yeah, Genevieve then hears and uh, Sally saying that she missed three flights because of work. And Genevieve in an interview is like, well, Sally is saying she missed three flights because of work, and we know for sure that's a lie. And I'm like, do we know for <laughs> sure that that's a lie, Genevieve? Do we know for do sure? Do we know for because sure that's a lie? Wells told you, and then obviously you didn't see this part, but it was done as a reenactment where Sally was played by a male producer. Yeah. So I just feel like there's they they gave room for creativity. Yeah. Within that story, they, said, they took creative liberties, to mm-hmm. say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sally's like, yep, I'm here on Paradise. Like, I'm, trying, I'm not going to try and pursue something with someone if I don't see an end to it. Like, she's like, I want five kids, so I need to get started. And I was like, too many. <laughs> Too many. We, have a popu- many. we are in the middle of a population crisis, Sally. Thank you. Um, well, also, the planet might die. But anyway. And the planet might die. So Je- so Justin comes up and pulls <laughs> Sally. And this is the whole storyline they're trying to sell us. Is that, like, Sally is Justin's salvation. You know, they've met at Stagecoach. There's all these rumors about him waiting for her. Blah, 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 blah. So Justin is stoked to see Sally. Um, he's like, now I've got a rose again. Uh... Genevieve, meanwhile, is, like, talking to everyone and the camera, being, like, within the first 30 minutes, Sally is already lying to us. Like, she's just quoting things that Wells said as though they're things that Sally is lying. Um, Shanae is like, well, at least Sally had the decency to tell Clayton no, but, like, now she's taking someone else's spot in paradise. Like, that's so wrong of her. You know, uh, I kind of I'm sorry, but I sort of feel like they were begging people to come on Paradise this year. <laughs> you know, like, I I mean, Sally even kind of confirmed it by like, it took her three flights. And then yeah, you know, they could have just been like, left. fine, don't come. Like, yeah, no, she, she's not taking somebody's she spot. The producers spot. are desperate for her. The producers are salivating for her, Shanae. So for real? she's not taking anybody's spot. They want her and no one else. Like, please. Um, so why do you care? Sally, in the meantime, is like talking to Justin. She's like, this is really weird. I don't like this environment. Which is also fair because Sally hasn't mm-hmm. actually really been on a reality show yet. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, she had one filmed conversation. And she wasn't even being filmed for the entire rest of her time because it was it was before mm-hmm. the season started. Like, the cameras hadn't started rolling They're yet. They quarantined. Yeah. So, like, she, it's not like she was being followed around by a camera 24-7 for, like, she's never experienced that for, like, a full day. No, that must be really disorienting. Especially yeah. with, I have to assume, well, no, I guess, I was going to say there were probably more cameras, but I don't think that's actually true. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, there's more cameras than she's been around before, so. Yeah. Well, I was also going to say there might actually be more because I was like, well, there are that many people, like, in The Bachelor in the beginning and all that stuff, but she was never in that situation, one, and two, Paradise has so many couples split off in different places. You have to cover much more ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could imagine it would be pretty disorienting. So then Genevieve is essentially like, we need to go confront Sally because she needs to go home because she's taking the spot of someone who really wants to be here. Um, and everyone's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, good. More bullying. <laughs> someone mm-hmm. off the beach. Excellent. For um, no reason. So then, uh, then blah 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 oh yeah so Genevieve and Sinead go over to Sally and they're like we have some questions for you and Sally's like okay and they're like well you said that you missed your flights because of work but like we heard it was because you were talking to your ex like what's up with your ex and Sally's like well I work with my ex and like I felt like I needed to have a conversation with him before I came here Mm -hmm. out of respect for him um and then Shanae's like, I'm so over this, like, ex-fiancé thing. Why does it keep being brought up? And it's like, you guys are the only people who have her mentioned fiance. her last... <laughs> you are the only people who have mentioned her ex-fiancé tonight. Yeah. She answered your yeah, question about it well. when you brought him up. But okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sally... Well, also Wells brought it up, too. Sally hasn't been the one that's bringing it up. Oh, yeah. No, Sally's never said it. Yeah. Because... Sally's whole thing, apparently, is that she does not want to talk about her ex on this show. Like, she's like... I hear he's, like, quite wealthy. Mm. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. I feel like her... Right now. ...adversion to talking about him. Is it Sally Carson? Maybe. I just, like, everything about her is so interesting and weird. Because I don't believe, I don't believe Wells' story for one second, obviously. But then she's saying lots of stuff that lines up with it. So it's like, okay, either. Damn, he's ugly. Either they did a lot of crazy, either she did do a bunch of stuff that was, like, running around talking to him. Obviously not locking a producer in the trunk of the car, but, like. Mm -hmm. Either she did a bunch of stuff that the producers then elevated into that story, or they gave her a story that she is for some reason going along with, even though she owes... I wonder if it's a contract thing. She owes them nothing. Like, she was, she hasn't been on yeah. this show before. She doesn't... I'm just confused why she would agree to a story they wrote for her. Like... Well, I just wonder if they threatened her with contract stuff. What do you mean? Like, they were like, you have to... But what's their leverage? Uh, you get to go to Paradise. Oh, you get to go to Paradise if you yeah. agree to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like it could be that. back after the few flights, yeah. Um, okay, hold on. So, I'm looking up her ex-fiance. He's... Oh. He specializes in adult degenerative scoliosis, complex spine revisions, and minimally invasive spinal procedures. I should talk to this guy. I was going to say, you need him. I know. Okay, whatever. I don't care how he graduated. But sounds so is like he a he's surgeon? Like yeah. There are, like, pictures of him. He's... Oh, my God. He is not cute. And she works Sorry, with no him? No offense. That... Well, here's the thing. I will say I didn't necessarily believe what... She might work with him. Like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And he, also, he has his own business. 
and they were going to get married, they could have been working together in any kind of capacity. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, I guess but I'm like, I will say I don't know exactly how much she said that was true, but I also just don't think it matters. Yeah, th- that's the other thing. I don't, I don't believe anything Wells said. I don't really believe anything Sally's saying. But the reason why I'm mm-hmm. like trying to justify what Sally is saying is because I also don't understand why she would have like a fully falsified story. You know? Yeah, like that. I think they baffling right. her with contract stuff. Um. Yeah. But anyway, so her whole thing is, like, she's like, I don't want to bring up my ex out of respect for him. Which, again, I do, I get. and But people are like, but you came on a dating show. And I'm like, yeah. It, yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's just hard because I'm like, you're very, very upset about this. Which, like, mm-hmm. to me means one of a couple things like either you do really really care about not mentioning him at all for his own privacy and like I do I'm sure he got hit with like plenty of stuff when The Bachelor first aired so it could just be like wanting Mm -hmm. to prevent like the same thing from happening twice or maybe he like Mm -hmm. got hit with a bunch of stuff and contacted her and was like that was really messed up I really wish that hadn't happened to me which like well, yeah also if he's trying to start his own like practice and all that stuff like maybe he doesn't want to be known for the guy with yeah. the ex-fiance on the bachelorette yeah yeah, yeah. Which, not like, that that matters is like on him yeah but like you know yeah but um yeah i don't know like sally just confused me a lot same because i was like I... if you're telling this production story why are you so quick to leave, almost? Because presumably... I actually felt... Okay, tell me. Well, I I felt like she was quick to... One, I think she was really, really uncomfortable. I think probably when she got on the flight and was already there, they made her, they, like, made her say that weird shit for, like... I don't know. I, th- I think... I think stuff got even more out of her control once she got to the beach. Mm-hmm. And I think because she hadn't been there very long and she wasn't used to the cameras and all of that, I feel like that's why she peaced out. Yeah. I think she only agreed to the story because they threatened her with contract stuff and well, I don't know. Well, what I was going to say is maybe if she does Sorry, care yeah. so much. No, no. I, it was more that I forgot what I was going to say and I just remembered it. Is if she does care <laughs> so much about protecting her ex from all of this maybe kind of in there she sort of implied to the producers hey I really don't want to talk about this and so the fact that it kept getting brought up immediately really put her on edge like because I mean she can't make total she can't control what Genevieve and Sinead bring up at all but like you can still say to the producers like this is something I really don't want to talk about and maybe they were like okay cool we won't talk about it in interviews or like we won't ask yeah. you about it, but, again, they can't control what the other contestants do, so, like, just, like you said, a lot of stuff was immediately out of her control. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely a huge part of it. The other thing I was going to mention, too, is, like, they were mentioning shit with the ex-fiance that theoretically happened while they were on the beach. So that's really disorienting. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's oh, yeah, yeah, as well. because, like... Because it's production like, obviously is talking about her ex. They like made a whole yes. fake story about her ex, and yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah, because how would Genevieve and Shanae know that? Yeah, yeah, just so like I, blindsided I left and right, mm-hmm. instantly from moment one. 
Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't think... I also think she's probably not over her ex. That seems to be kind of clear to me. I don't think that matters. Like, mm-hmm. I just... Paradise, people are there for such short periods of time. I think it... Like, the only situation what, that I've ever been like, uh, that seems kind of weird. Besides, like, I guess Brandon and Piper were, like, not great. But that's because he, like, screwed over other people. But, like, was the Victoria P thing where it turns out she had a full boyfriend and came on the show? Like, that's wild. I don't think that this girl has a fiancé. No. I think she's had a really messy breakup. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't think she needed whatever happened. Yeah. Also, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, oh, because, shoot, so first sorry, of all, yeah. um, no, no, I was participating in that. So no. <laughs> Sally, so Shanae and Genevieve were confronting Sally. Sally kind of like storms away. Sally's walking around the beach. Sally comes back mm-hmm. and Sally's like, oh no, like to the camera people, like she's angry. She's like, oh no, get the cameras ready. And Genevieve is like, they're always ready. And Sally's like, mm-hmm. I can see that. I'm pissed off. Um, and then Genevieve confronts her in front of a bunch of people. And Sally's basically like, why are you doing this? Like, what I you don't think I've heard things about other people on this beach that I would never mm. ever bring up here because I don't want to throw everyone under the bus like everybody has dirt and I was like so true Sally so true I know like I yes kind of a people moment. <laughs> people know shit about all of you Genevieve like yeah. they could bring up whatever they wanted but other people aren't saying it on camera like yeah And then she's like, my instinct was not to come, and this is exactly why I didn't get on three flights. Um, But yeah, so Sally's having a really terrible time. Um, But yeah, so then Romeo and Justin both try to comfort Sally, presumably because they both just, like, want her rose. Um, Mm Yeah. Romeo does a lot of following her around. Yes, he's which I really wish he'd stop. He's so good doing at that. To women. Yeah. Um, so then Sally's talking to Justin, and she's like, "I think I need to leave. Like, I am too real for this shit. Uh, out of respect for my ex, mm-hmm. like, I need to leave." Um, and then down on the beach, Justin, Genevieve, no, James. Genevieve and Shanae are having such a little bitch fest because James is like, this is like version 2.0 of what happened on her last season with Clayton. And Genevieve is like, yeah, like, why'd she jump back at us? And I was like, defend herself? I wonder why. And James is like, yeah, (laughs) she seems like a loose cannon, which is this image the producers Mm -hmm. have been trying to pitch us of Sally this whole time. Like, there's plenty of shots of people being like, she's crazy. She's wild. She's a loose cannon. And no part of her reads that way. Like, I... No. No! I don't know why on earth that was, like, what they picked for her. Like, is it... Is that what they picked for her because she didn't get on three flights? And so they're like, we'll be able to convince people she's, like, flaky? Because it doesn't come off that way. It comes off as actually a very conscious and thoughtful decision. Like, kind of the opposite of flaky. And I would have done the same thing. And, like, she actually seems... her, too pretty grounded i don't know like being like i wouldn't share dirt on you even though i know it like she also seems... something they didn't think about is like she didn't know about everything going on totally even when she left like all their story and whatever they yeah. want to do with her edit she now knows and we've all seen yeah like she seems less crazy now to everyone yeah and she didn't seem crazy before <laughs> Like, this is, like, one of, like, 
it was like it's just so interesting to me that the producers were like there's this girl she's crazy everybody talk about how crazy she is and then showed us an objectively not crazy person yeah they like overproduced it and took the wrong route yeah like i mean i think i'd be team sally regardless but it it's just Mm -hmm. a especially rubbing me the wrong way that they keep, like, trying to have people call her crazy and, like, wild. Yeah, also, and... let's not compare this to the Clayton situation. Mm-mm. He said, want to take my first impression, Rose? And she hadn't even, like, actually talked to him yet. She was outside of the bubble, which everyone coming out of, like, and by outside the bubble, it's, like, she hadn't met any of the other girls or anything. Yeah. So, like, and that's what everyone says when they go home for a little bit. They're like, oh, I'm fine. You know, so it's like she met Clayton. There wasn't even that element of competition or anything. He came on kind of strong because he was he was told to. Yeah. And then she was like, no, and I'm not into you. And that I really think could have just been chemistry. I don't think that there and this situation has nothing to do with like anyone there or like even it has to do with the fact that they were already trying to fuck her over. Well, and also like wasn't. The day that she projected Clayton's first impression was, like, supposed to be her wedding day. Like, she was going through it. Yes. Like, it's yeah, fine, game. I just feel like it's weird. Like She decided she didn't crazy. want to be on the dating show. It's not that deep. <sighs> so annoying. I don't know. Yeah. It, they're just really overdoing stuff at this point, And it comes off as, like, really ingenuine or disingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous. Yeah. Yeah. So Sally takes her microphone off because she's like, I don't want to be here. And they have straight up bullied another person off of the beach. Like, obviously, it looks like it was just Sinead, James, and Genevieve. And they obviously played a part. But, like, the producers are huge, huge contributors to this. Um, And we get a shot of, like, Polly actually taking Sally's suitcase off the beach. And Wells is like, and that concludes the saga of Sally's suitcase. And it's like, shut up, actually. Legitimately shut up, Wells. I hate you. Yeah. Oh, I will say one thing. I've seen, like, TikToks recently of Brittany, who I love. Mm -hmm. And Sally. I love Brittany so much. She's so cute <laughs> i have a crush but um it's like Brittany and sally and hunter and jill mm-hmm. i've seen and and sierra yeah and i'm like dang that's a good group so it was just it was nice like with what happened at the beach to see that like i don't know that some of the girls are still being nice to her yeah um, Which I, I do appreciate. And the girls who I would actually want to hang out with. Oh, what do you know? Yeah. Um, things are just going to get worse, gang. So yep. now the next morning, instead of another woman, Peter, the pizza king, shows up and introduces himself no. by going, Bajorno. <laughs> and meanwhile it seems like jill and jacob have been like hanging out a lot they're getting closer together you know but they're not like anything real yet and he comes in and jill whispers to jacob make it look like we're a real couple and he puts his (laughs) arm around her and like pulls her in they cracked me up i can't lie yeah so then uh peter has 
a date card, obviously, as anyone entering does. Um, so he pulls a couple girls to chat. First, he pulls Victoria, and he tells her he sm- she smells delicious. Um, mm-hmm. He tells her immediately that he owns a pizza chain. Uh, he also he tells Shanae immediately that he owns a pizza chain and that he's wearing mm-hmm. 18 karat white golden diamonds. Um, mm-hmm. And this whole time, Casey is like, bitching about peter to everyone else and it's like i guarantee you he is telling them about pizza and like sometimes like with edit and they like cut in shots obviously of peter telling the girls that Mm -hmm. he owns a pizza restaurant and normally with like edits like that um they're like they're funny but they don't always land because you can be like well this could have been shot anytime like Mm -hmm. you have so much footage to work with no peter had like 10 minute conversations (laughs) with those girls those are clearly the first conversations and he did tell all of them about pizza the very first time he met them (laughs) like and he was not wrong then he pulls britney and tragically, mm-hmm. Brittany, like, thinks Peter's kind of cute. And I'm like, fuck, I, Brittany. I wanted Peter to get rejected immediately. That would have been so funny if he couldn't find anyone to go on a date with him. I know. Although it did end up still kind of funny. Um, it's That true. being said, I will, I'll stand by Brittany's choice in the sense of, one, I think she was just ready to get off the peach. And two, he was the most normal talking to her. Yes, I agree. But I just imagine how funny it would have been if he'd like tried to ask people oh, on dates and everyone had it said would have no. Been great. Um, so then they like bring out pizza with pineapple on it, and Peter's like, "What is this?" And Casey's like, "I actually love pizza with pineapple on it." And it's just I'm so sick of the gimmicks because like Peter has a fucking annoying ass personality without pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't have to keep you mm-hmm. like. You claim Peter's always talking about pizza. We're we're always talking about pizza. Like, mm-hmm. he sucks straight up. We don't need pizza mm-hmm. to prove that, you know? He put him in any scenario and I will find him annoying. Like, and ban the word pizza. And yeah. And I will still find that man just as annoying. Yeah. Um. So he and Brittany are going to go on the date. Uh, They're going to go on a boat. Um. Casey will not shut up oh. about Peter. Peter will not shut up about pizza. And then on the date, Peter is just, like, so self-absorbed, like, so narcissistic. He's like, hey, Brittany, like, what was the first thing you noticed about me? And she's like, oh, I really liked your eyes. And he was like, what else? Also, I got voted best eyes in high school. And Brittany's like, okay. She says that she's never been on a date where it seems like the person was more interested in themselves. And she goes, it, she says, it just goes to say that no matter where you are, it still matters who you're with because I'm on this beautiful boat and I'm still having a bad time. <laughs> She's such an icon. Yeah. And then he's like telling her about the yachts that he and his friends rent and the jet ski he just bought. He's like, I just bought a jet ski. And then he tries Ew. to kiss her and she swerves his kiss as well. And she it's swings like it in the same way that she did Romeo. It's even so more awkward than the Romeo one. <sighs> like, because she's like, I haven't kissed anyone yet. Sorry, like, I take things really slow. And he's like, oh, yeah, no worries. But, like, clearly he's pissed because he sucks. I, um, but I anyway. Say also, I'd like to say that she diffuses a man's advances better than I have seen any person in my life. Well, like, she's probably had a lot she's of practice. them, for sure, which is a bummer. But, like, she... The way that she hugs them 
after she's dodged their kiss is almost consoling. Yeah, it's and you like watch they're there. Them go, like, huh. Yeah, it's like they're there, and you watch them just, like, sink inside themselves a yeah. little bit after. Like, inst- instead of just being like, whoa, I thought we were vibing, or, like, being kind of a dick or whatever, they're diffused. Yeah. Absolutely diffused. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Brittany is like, that guy cannot read a room. That made me super uncomfortable, and I can't wait to get home. Mm-hmm. Um... Then, back at the ranch, Serene finds a date card for Jacob. And Jacob asks Jill on the date. And so they head off to go on their (laughs) date. Um, But right, either before or after they leave, I don't remember, it doesn't matter. Brittany and Peter return to the beach after a very long time. And Ashley, like, is one of the first people to hug Brittany when she gets back. And she's like, hey, you have a miserable time. And Brittany was like, uh, let's go somewhere else. (laughs) so Brittany and some of the girls go off to chat and Brittany's like I feel ungrateful because it was like the nicest boat ever but there were like a million times when he didn't read the room and like he kept acting like they were something that they weren't and now she knows that Peter is the exact opposite of what she wants in a person (laughs) meanwhile Peter's talking to the guys and he was like that was so weird guys like the conversation was flirty on my end but not hers and like i don't want to stir the pot he was talking to casey oh casey and romeo casey and someone else yeah so funny so then he's like i don't because romeo also was rejected by her oh right and when he was explaining this all this romeo was just like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah um Peter's Sorry, like, I don't want to stir the pot, but, like, I don't think Brittany's here to find a genuine connection, and, like, I think she's here for the wrong reasons. And Casey's like, <laughs> do tell, what do you mean by that? <laughs> and Peter's like, well, in Miami, like, we see a lot of Instagram models and clout chasers, like, you know, fill it in, guys. Like, uh, what, do I not have enough of a following for you? And Casey goes, so you're convinced that's the issue? <laughs> <laughs> this was, was like this is like prime time for Casey to shine because yeah. he is in this conversation with Peter and all he has to do is sit there and let Peter be himself and then like <laughs> casually insert sentences to get him to keep talking which he's nailing yeah. so he's like he's doing great work <laughs> so you're so he's like you're convinced that's the issue and Peter's like I did everything on point like I was witty humble and charming like if I was at home and I went on that date with a girl like we'd be all over each other like frankly I'm really pissed I don't believe you. and I was like I hate you I hate you and everything that you stand yeah. for and you you're terrible and I wish that you get in a jet ski crash anyway <laughs> and i you hope you get one. stung by a jellyfish on your face and oh. someone has to pee on your face <laughs> oh that'd be so funny it, i'm just picturing him and all his like other little stupid italian boys running around like panicking because he got stung with a jellyfish and they're like i don't want to pee i can't pee. pee i don't want to pee <laughs> oh i hate that yeah <laughs> And they remind me a little bit of my relatives. That's okay. I'm gonna release rats in your restaurant so that you get cited by the health examiner. Oh, love that for him. Yeah. Um, I hate him. 
Yeah, hate, he's terrible. I hate him. He's like literally the worst. He's like inactively. He's like, like a bad. We talk person. about like people and the bad actions that they do on this show, but he's like actively <laughs> such a garbage human being. It is, it is mind blowing. It's not in and beyond being like a terrible, just like person. He's not even like doesn't even seem like he could be fun to hang out no. with ever with anyone. No, like how does he have friends? No one likes him. No. I mean, I guess there are just, like, those type of people. But But those type of people only gravitate toward each other because they can't hang out with anyone else. All they like to do is, like, hang out on yachts. And so they, like, go get drunk on yachts because no one else will get drunk with them on a yacht because they aren't fun. Oh, my God. I was just thinking about them all having a conversation where they just each say a sentence. Like, they don't. They're not, like, bouncing off each other. Just, yes, like, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they, like, they That's think that they're networking. Even... Like, they're not friends. They just, like, yeah. see each other as business opportunities. Which is why it's so fucking funny that Peter's trying to pass Brittany off as a clout chaser as if he's not the biggest fucking clout chaser in the entire world. He literally hasn't shut up about his business if since he got you there. don't take Brittany's name out of your mouth... I will yeah. punch you in it. In the mouth. Also, he he was the one who pursued Brittany, who has a way bigger following than he does. So he is the clout tracer of the two of them. He is so narcissistic that this... Why, these, why these would she say yes Observations to will never penetrate his tiny brain inside his thick skull. But, um... But if she were a clout chaser, why wouldn't she just say no to him? Yeah, if she were a clout chaser, you think she'd be dating you, bitch? For real? Well, I mean, I guess that's his point. He's like, oh, I don't have a big enough following for you. You're not going to date me. And it's like, no, I'm not going to date you because then I would have to institutionalize myself. (laughs) Well, also, just it doesn't make sense. She would have just said no to the date. Yeah. Um, Who was she talking to before this? Casey. <laughs> he was literally as well. Although he did make me giggle during this whole conversation. But there's like a slight light at the end of the tunnel for Brittany, maybe, um, which is mm-hmm. that Andrew's like, oh my gosh, you guys, all of a sudden I've just been thinking about Brittany. <laughs> so he pulls Brittany and he's like, I want to talk to you seriously. Um and she's like, I was thinking about you during the date. And he was like, I can't stop thinking about you. Like, I had no idea. I thought you just didn't like me. And then he's mm. like, I'm really attracted to you. And then she kisses him. And she's I like, Andrew makes me feel safe and comfortable. Which is nice. I, I don't yeah. feel like there's any chemistry between the two of them personally. But Oh, I think there's chemistry. I just don't think that it's going to be like, I don't think it's insane. But I thought I thought it was like I thought they were kind of like cute, kind of sexy together. But yeah. I I don't think it'll last by any no. means. But I love for her that it's happening because it's like, what's Peter gonna do about? Yeah, she that? needs everyone something else right Andrew. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if everyone likes Andrew, Andrew is hotter, nicer, and funnier. Well, and than also just is. she hasn't had a relationship with anybody on the beach like this yet, and she like deserves yeah. to have one. So, um, I agree. The guys are standing around talking about Jill and Jake, Jill and Jacob's date, and being generally unfunny. I didn't write down anything they said. I just wrote that they were being unfunny. <laughs> I'm sure they were making jokes about Tarzan or something. <laughs> I don't know. They weren't funny, so no need to remark on them. 
Um, I'm not sure this beach has a funny man yet. No. <laughs> no. Um, Jill seems excited to go on the date with Jacob, which seems weird to me because I don't think I could stand more than four seconds in his presence for the off queen. Um, like I said, her I think her taste is wide. Yeah, I and apparently wide enough to include bad, but sure. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I do think she has bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So they show up to find a woman who's like, take a seat. We're going to participate in a ceremony of the full moon. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure, we are. <laughs> um, I would simply never do this date. So she's like, with the full moon, I like, your skin naked. is going to take in all this energy. So they're, like, in swimsuits, and they, <laughs> grease each, they grease each other up. They get some crystals Mm. they do a tantric breathing meditation and jacob's like i do so much breathing every single day and like i get that he's probably talking about like conscious like yoga or meditative breathing but just that sentence makes him sound so dumb which was funny so jacob's (laughs) like i do so much breathing every single day and then he's also like when you go underwater you know when you go underwater and you like can't breathe and so when you really understand how valuable air is and i was like "Uh uh-huh okay i was like so true bestie you're dumb as a bunch of rocks but okay um dumb as a bag of rocks whatever Jill and Jacob were the right people for this date, at least. They, like, both were And I willing, liked watching him. They were both willing to, like, full send, so... Yeah, yeah. he's great. Um, they're, they get fully naked and stand back to back, and the lady's like, Jacob, what do you like most mm-hmm. about Jill? And he's like, probably buttocks. <laughs> and Jill's like, what I like most about Jacob's arms and is, is... What I like most about Jacob is his arms and how they make me feel safe. And I was like cool <laughs> all right jacob loved that compliment just for the record yeah but he also said buttocks no that was horrible yeah <laughs> but that's we can i i didn't expect anything more yeah uh then they soak in some tubs they're both ready to fall in love who knows and then jill's mm-hmm. like yesterday this is so amazing like yesterday i was crying because i didn't have anyone and today i'm here and i'm like you made it to this place with jacob in one day you were crying <laughs> yesterday because you didn't think you had anyone. And okay, and it's Jacob. Okay, I love it. I love Jill so much. Also, she's so cr- wild. Craziest thing. Yeah. Now it's Serene's birthday. <laughs> Everyone yeah. was born in Why? the span of like a week and a half. I have a question. What? What? Uh like astrological sign is that one i don't know it doesn't make sense i don't know can anyone tell us um yeah i don't know i wouldn't say serene justin and genevieve uh, genevieve have the same energy no um but anyway brandon comes up to the serene and he's like happy birthday and he's like you know how you told me that like you never really liked your birthday as a kid like because no one would come to your birthday (laughs) um <laughs> so she's like i told you in confidence yeah so that but he's arranged for everyone to come up and sing happy birthday with a cake and this is like definitely is the cute. biggest birthday celebration we've seen on the beach so like suck it justin and genevieve yeah. i guess like 
is it really so hard to get everyone together to sing happy birthday is like okay should not be should not be but um he tells her she's the most beautiful blessing ever to walk into his life (laughs) (laughs) he's so funny i believe in my soul Um, that this man will say that until his dying day about whoever he loves i know Um, Which is so great. In the meantime, Logan is setting up a little thing to show Sinead that he's into her. Um, And his old job was being a snorkel tour guide. Like, the Bellingham energy keeps getting stronger and stronger. Um, I'm sorry. I thought that was the hottest thing I've learned about him so far. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he, like, brings Sinead over to the pool and then, like, dives into the pool and finds a bottle with a bracelet in it. And then... That bracelet is his lucky bracelet. And he's like, I want to give this to you to see if it gives you luck. And she's like, oh, you're so sweet. Like, I like where this is going with you. And Sinead claims to be conflicted between James and Logan. But, like, it did not seem like she was having a good time, right? No! Also, diving into the water to get a bottle that has your own fucking bracelet in it is embarrassing. Sorry. I hated that. Yeah, I just... And I think she thought the bracelet was ugly. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't seem into it. Like, Logan's Logan's cut. Logan's gone. Oh, no, um, I think she's gonna choose Logan. You Over James? Yes. Well, actually, here's the thing. I don't really think... I think... I think she's annoyed They're gonna get split up before... Yeah, I think I think she doesn't really like either of them very much. Yeah, but I think I think that, she would choose Logan over James. Though. I think she should choose James over Logan. I think that James is more loyal. I think she should. Like but, I think that James is more loyal. I think that oh, when yeah. James has the rose next week, he will give it to Shanae, whereas Logan might just be a little bitch and find someone else. Oh, I'm I'm absolutely on the same page. I just, like, can't... I don't think she's very, like, into James. I thought she was last week, but I didn't think she was this week. And I only think she's kind of into Logan. But I also don't think it's going to matter because of Casa more or right. whatever. which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, so now there's more shots of Ashley and Jared talking about how they absolutely positively have to have sex tonight. Um, this is where they lost me one million percent. So it's like they're like, and then Jared has also told us how much the speech means to them approximately one million and a half times <laughs> since they showed up last week. But they like go, they're like making out on the beach and then they go to the boom boom room and they cover up the camera in the boom boom room, which for the record, it's so creepy. There's a camera in the boom boom room. Um, and then there's just like stock photo shots of like a flower, a bagel, a dishwasher, a light bulb, a fence, other things. And I was like, I'm unclear on what's being communicated to me right now. Like. It seemed like they were trying to do like a deflowering of the boom boom room. But they've had a kid. Yeah, they were like sex, but also daily tasks of marriage. Like that appeared to be the theme of the slideshow. Um, It seemed like a badly put together storyboard. Yeah, it and then at the end of it, there's a timer that says seven minutes and 57 seconds. And then afterward, mm-hmm. the cam- the towel gets taken off the camera, and there's oh. a clip of Jared being like, wouldn't it be so funny if they put a speed timer on that? Like, you know, five, seven minutes and 57 seconds later. 
And I was like, okay, well, now it doesn't feel funny because you did that. Ew. But then you just told us that Jared gave you yeah. the idea. And it wasn't funny anyway. Yeah. But no. now it's, like, less funny in a different way. I don't. I hated everything about it. I just feel like, I feel like they have let us in uh-huh. on their private life a little bit. And it, I hated it. Yeah, I hate their private life. I was like, you guys have already had sex. I get that you're going to do it in the boom boom room. All I need you to do is, like, give us... If you have to include it, just give us a thumbs up the next morning. You, We've already seen you, like... I, there's no reason. It was just, like, too much. And I was like, you guys should have been in one episode max. Yep. Leave. 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 Get out of here. Um, okay. So then Jill and Jacob finally come back from their date. And they're, like, having a great time. They're chatting with everybody. Oh, Jill is so happy. Um, but then who should come uh, traipsing back down the beach but Kira herself? And Kira's like, she I'm back so in cute. paradise because I have some unfinished business that I want to take care of. And so then she's like, Jacob, can I talk mm-hmm. to you? And ultimately, her story is that she wants to get Jacob back. Like, she was blindsided when he didn't give her his rose. And she had a couple days to process it, and she hasn't been able to get him out of her mind. And she's like, I just, like, God. I know what I felt was real, and I know the energy coming from you is real, and I just wanted to let you know where it's at. Um, where I'm at. Um, and then she also tells him that he feels, like, home to her and starts crying a little. Um, and I was like, you're a doctor. I hope he doesn't feel like home. It was... It was a lot, and then, like, apparently this conversation went on for a really long time because Jill's, like, watching it and being, like, why is this taking so long? And eventually, she just, like, goes to bed. And when that happens, Brittany, I mean, it was nice that Jason heard her out, but yeah. Yeah. Very loud. Yeah, that's the thing, but it's, like, he was, he heard her out, but, like, she didn't actually ultimately have that much to say. Like, he could have cut her off at any point after she was, like... I haven't been able to stop thinking about you and be like, look, that's really nice. Um, I'm not interested in you. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. Like, But remember, uh, something I think that we should take into context too, though, is the fact that he got nailed on Gabby and Rachel's season. Hmm. He made that massive apology at the Men Tell All because of what he said to Gabby. I don't remember this. <laughs> okay, so he was like... He wasn't as bad as Hayden, but he was like, even... He's like, Gabby, we don't have a connection even if you were the only one here. Like, I would go home. Yeah. And then he made this whole po- apology at the mental hall where he was like, I promised to do better and listen to women. And, like, I, I'm i so, so sorry for what I did. And I've been reflecting and I've been taking action. Like, it, it was a really intense and very large apology for what happened. But um, either way, I think that that was him being like, I am listening. I do care about women's feelings. <laughs> at least that's how it felt to me. Okay. So I was like, I don't think he felt like he should cut it off. <laughs> I mean, I don't care Even how long maybe the conversation he was. Like, yeah. I don't care. Um, but Jill does. So Brittany yeah. goes over and is like, dude, what's going on? Like, you've just pissed off Jill and now she's going to bed. Um, and then... Jacob's like, oh my god, okay, one sec. And so then he tells Kira, he's like, I absolutely adore the fact that you put your whole self out there because that's really hot. But, like, I think our connection's just too forced. Like, it was never gonna work. And 
Jill pulled out a lot of great traits in me. I'm so sorry. I appreciate you coming back here. Yeah. But, like, there's a real connection between me and Jill. And, like, I need to comfort her in this moment. Like, good luck, basically. It was nice. Yeah. And I just, I feel for, I do feel for Kira, too, though. Because I'm like, you came back to the beach to, for Jacob? For and Jacob? Then, and then you got rejected by him. For Jill, I don't know, like, which what no shade for Jill, but like are, because they already have beef. I don't know what the producers God. are telling her. Like, I just I feel know. like she's getting played left and right, or she has like no self awareness. It's one of the two. Yeah, I will say like she doesn't have that much writing on this show. Yeah, like I, even seeing her TikToks and all that stuff, it's like she has a full job. No, she doesn't seem to really this. care. Her that job much, doesn't but, care. Like, Maybe yeah. it's just like, that I, I can't she... fathom not caring that much about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah. Um, so then he goes to find Jill and he's like, no, Jill, like, I'm not going to give Kira the time of day that I'm going to give you. Um, Choice. They make up very quickly. Everything's fine. They yeah, howl at the fine. moon together. It, it's whatever. So then Kira's traipsing off alone down the beach. And Romeo, while you do this, my guy, Romeo, chases after her, as he's wont to do, catches up with her. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, well, you know, I got what I wanted out of my conversation with Romeo, with Jacob, which was clarity. And she's like, but I realize Jacob doesn't understand me or accept me for who I am. And then she's like, not you, though, Romeo. You're always so nice and accepting to me. Like, I really appreciated that about you. Then Romeo's crying again. Um, uh. And then she's like, so do you think you should have made a different decision with your rose? And he's like, uh. And then he's like, yeah, I should have chosen you. And she's like, you know what? I feel like we're unfinished business, and I just really wish we had a second chance to do it all over, because I feel like we'd make a really good couple. And then they start making out on the beach. Just, like, before we get to the the grand finale, already so many missteps by Romeo. Romeo is incapable. What did you say? I said don't chase women. Don't chase women, number one. Romeo is incapable of telling anyone what he thinks they don't want to hear. Like, Romeo will never be honest in a conversation because he is trying to do what he thinks won't hurt you. Because he doesn't really seem to grasp the idea that what actually hurts is someone going back on their word ten minutes later because they didn't actually mean it. Yeah, he's, like, fully committed. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, he's not even telling, like, little white lies or anything like that. He is, like, blatantly lying to people's faces because he doesn't want to hurt them. And then doing the exact opposite action immediately after and like you can see in his face like he's not a good liar he's a bad liar he is bad bad at telling people the thing that he thinks they want to hear which may in fact not even be the thing that he wants to hear she should he should really just be saying what he feels and then accepting consequences from there but he does not seem to appreciate or enjoy consequences 
He seems no. Like he, he doesn't also, like those. He also seems like someone who, to me who needs time to like think about it. Yes, and like a lot of his like He's he needs a time slow to think about his processor. choices. Yeah, and that's he fine. Has to weigh the and that's options. good. But his biggest issue here has been that he He's, makes rapid decisions over and yes. over again with zero action behind the decisions, and then everything comes out false and blows up in his face. Well, and also what I mean when I'm like he doesn't like consequences, because, like, who likes consequences? None of us like consequences. No, of course But not. Romeo has just had to endure more consequences than most people because of the yeah. way he is going about his decision-making. Like... Well, he's also taken more wrong actions. 50% of the things that he did that wound up with him really not enjoying the situation he found himself in could have been avoided with a conversation that he was, like, offered by the other person, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. Jill kept being like, let's talk. What's going on? Where are we? And he was like, two thumbs up. We are fabulous. I feel great about us. Let me just go grab a drink real quick. And then he's like, Brittany, can I make out with you? Oh, my God. You know? Like... (laughs) What could have happened is him being like, hey, you know, I'm not into Kira, but I still am wanting to explore, like, cool. Yeah. That's, and then, and then it's yep. fine. But like, instead. But instead, you're like, no, Jill, we're great. You're not going to notice if I go try and kiss it's someone amazing. 45 feet away, right? Like, uh, yeah, who's going who's your to friend tell and is also you? going to tell you immediately. Who's going to tell you immediately? There are no secrets here, Romeo. It Yeah, it feels like he doesn't... It feels like he thinks he's dating online women in different states who don't know each other. Yeah. Well, and also... But it also doesn't feel that sneaky. It's no, like... He, it's, I, I can't understand him. And also, like, the no. thing with Kira being like, do you wish you'd given your rose to me instead? Like, mm-hmm. you can handle that question delicately. If you don't want to yeah. answer, yeah, you're right. I should have given it to you. You can be like, you know, like, things in paradise haven't worked out for me the way that I want. But, like, there's no changing the past. Like, we can only move forward. Yeah. There are ways to, like... Because I also feel like a lot of what was happening in this conversation and in the part that we're about to get to was him not wanting to look bad. Which, like, I get. Yeah. But he's No, so I hear him. Yeah. Im- he does it so wrong. Because, essentially, they start making yeah. out on the beach. Um, and Kira's like, will you leave Paradise with me tonight? Which was a good move by Kira. She's already yes. going. She has one last moment to, like, make this her moment. to. She, and she did. To re- yeah, and she did. Kira, Kira played this perfectly. So well. She just got lucky that she found someone as weak-willed as Romeo to play it on. Because, like, she this was a right hail person. Mary. Like, this yep. should not have worked. And I think she was prepared for it not to work. She was like, you know oh, what? Yeah, like, absolutely. If I'm going out... I'm going out with a bang. Um, she willed him exclusively with her eyes. Yeah. So, but and here's here's like how you know because she's like, will you leave? Will you leave paradise with me tonight? And there was a long silence. Romeo just mm-hmm. stares at her. 
it is literally like 45 minutes so of, 45 minutes 45 seconds of silence and she and i think there's a chance they cut a smiling. little bit of it she never stops smiling at him her face never falters and i think that's <laughs> because she like knows she's like if i keep looking at him like confidently confidently that's gonna trick him a little bit and also yep. do not let the camera see you sweat like yes do not let anybody see you sweat in this moment kira Correct. was not gonna let anybody see her sweat yeah and i was like yeah. respect like she the smile, i respected that too the smile did not leave her face despite the fact that she was like will you leave paradise with me and the man went dead silent also, I will say for Romeo's, I mean, they don't, theoretically, they don't know this whole, like, costume or whatever is going to switch. Yeah. But Romeo didn't seem, he was going to go home. Yeah. And in a weird way, this was sort of like a wild, fun way for him to go. Well, and that's my because other he was thing. just going to, yeah. Kira played this perfectly, you know? Mm-hmm. I think coming back in general was a bit of a misstep, but you know what? If her goal was more screen time, she got it, and there you go. Mm-hmm. But her her exit with Romeo, she did everything right. She did everything mm-hmm. right, and Romeo could have bought into it and made it good. Or he yeah. could have said, no, thank you very much. Appreciate the offer. Mm-hmm. But instead, after those 45 minutes of silence, he goes, all right. <laughs> um which is just like you feel like you have to do this and we all know that and like mm-hmm. and now we're sort of uncomfortable like watching we're it. uncomfortable it makes kira look bad like yeah. whereas if you'd been like you know what let's be crazy and wild let's do it yeah. and like you run off into the sunset holding hands together like that's something else but instead that would have been great literal beads of sweat on your brow I know. All right. Oh, my God. I just, it was so wild. Because I was like, dude, this is your best option. Like, I can't lie. She's I don't offering think... you something better than being sent home at a rose ceremony. Like, take Which it. Which you will be. You will yeah. be. Take it right now. You have been, like, icked by every girl on this beach. Mm-hmm. No one here is interested. And I don't think people coming down are interested either. No. Like, it does not seem like he has amazing in-person sexy energy yeah. um and if you but like, yeah this was this was that moment of those 45 minute moments of silence to figure out yourself that's fine but mm-hmm. then commit like you're commit. doing you're doing something big commit to it don't drag well, the energy of it down like you have dragged down the vibe the entire time you've been on this beach you are like a pair of cement shoes Yes. Oh my god, that's such a good way to phrase that. Um, but the the other thing about it too is like I don't I wonder if he was like maybe she does like to me it was very clear that she was giving him an out and she was just like pulling the right moves. I don't think she had I don't think they're dating now. Oh god no. Like they're not together. No. They haven't spoken. I don't that. I don't Right. Like I don't think she cared about that and I think maybe I, the one thing I will say is maybe he thought that she actually, like, wanted to date after this. Mm. And he wasn't sure about that. I th- I just felt like he was not reading what was going on. He's never reading what's Very going well. on. He doesn't, like, he, yeah. Imagine yeah. dating Romeo. <laughs> no. 
Oh, God. Um, so, hard. Romeo and Kira are, like, standing together by the cars doing an interview, and Kira's like, we did Paradise Right, we explored different connections, and realized most people can't actually handle us. Like, we found our way back together. And Romeo looks quite literally like he's in a hostage situation. <laughs> Which is, like... He's grimacing. Literally so unfair. Like, Kira didn't force you to do anything. Either no, she actually gave you a, a better real ass smile, or get the fuck yeah. out of here. Kira saved your ass. You ungrateful little whore. <laughs> what I have to say about Romeo? For real, I'm like, man. Also, like with what you did on this, Kira did it not felt have like to do people... that for you. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. It... She did it for herself. She didn't do it for him. But right, like... <laughs> right. Of course. But it felt like the reason he wasn't getting any shit at the end is people, like, were pitying him. Oh, yeah, he was so pitiable. And I was pitiable. like, that's a horrible, that's a horrible place to be in. Like, leave. This isn't going to be good for, like, I can't, I bet his mental health was not doing amazing at the end God, of this. no. Get out of there before you can make it any worse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but, wow, it was a crazy uh, picture of the two of them yeah. at the end there. And that's the end of the episode. Um... I was so pissed we didn't get a rose ceremony. Two episodes and you Ugh. can't squeeze in a measly little rose ceremony? They don't take that long. Absolutely. They Asinine. don't take that long. Also, no. so then, next week, there's copying Love Island USA and doing a Casa Amor thing where they take all the mm-hmm. girls out and they bring some new girls in. The new girls who are coming in are Kate from Clayton Season slash soon to be on Selling Sunset probably, Jasenia. Sarah, mm-hmm. and then two others who I can't remember. Um, Eliza, I think. Oh, yeah, um, Eliza and... Someone else. Um, but the point yeah. is, they're like, oh, my God, so dramatic. Uh, tune in next week for the shocking two-night event. And I'm like, hold on. This <laughs> is always two weeks. <laughs> Do we have to watch three episodes? Or are you just weirdly advertising that it's two weeks? Liv, I'm so afraid. I cannot do... Is this going to be three? I cannot do three episodes next week. No. Tell me that's not happening. I don't think that's happening. Then why are they advertising it as a shocking two-night event? Because they're bad at their job right now. I'm so afraid. (laughs) Oh, God, I hope it's not three nights. That's too many. That's way too many nights. And, And I will watch it, but it's too many. Um, um, it looks like most are going to be unfaithful to whatever couples yeah. they've been in. I was, I was pissed when I, cause they've been teasing this Casa more thing since the beginning of the season and I was originally pissed, yeah. but I won't lie. I'm like kind of excited for it. I'm excited for it too. Yeah. I feel bad. I think that to go back too, on my word. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. They're not showing any guys for the girls, but I think that will be happening. Oh, you think they'll do a another casa more double switch well, it's all, it's yeah i think fair. like they'll bring in yeah i think they'll bring in guys it would be really weird not to but i think they'll bring in guys for the the gals too we'll see but we'll see i guess um okay well that was I'm the excited. episode and yeah it's sunday night so the next one airs tomorrow the first night of the shocking two night event woo, woo. Um, can't wait got any roses should and we thorns give roses with? and thorns yeah <laughs> yeah um, I am going to give my rose to Brittany's second dodge. God damn it. Of a kiss. I have a feeling we're gonna have the exact same roses and thorns. Like oh, me too. I'm just gonna give might. a rose to Brittany. She deserves all of them. 
She's um, every rose. Yeah. I and I'm gonna give my thorn to Romeo's fourteen second silence. Yeah. Or not fourteen seconds, sorry, forty second silence. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna give uh I'll give a couple roses. So Yeah, great. R- Brittany gets a rose, I'll be. Uh, second, I want to give a rose to Kira's Will You Leave the Beach With Me. I think that was genius. Yeah. I think it was, again, it was a Hail Mary. It was bold. It was, it was solid. And she pulled it off. Brave. Solid. Um, Yeah. And then what was my third thing? I had something else I wanted to give a rose to and now I'm so mad at myself. Brittany, Kira, do I like anything else this episode? Maybe not. Jill. Um, I'll give my thorn to Peter's personality and... Oh, my God. Production's treatment of Sally and Ashley and Jared's oh, yeah. sex saga. Yeah, that's... Wow, the, those are great thorns. I would, I'm would. i going to give a very specific thorn to Bubba Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hate that we saw it once. And that we'll be seeing it next week. Yes, I hate that he's still here. In the form of yelling. Oh, I remember what I wanted to give my rose to. I wanted to specifically (laughs) give my rose to Jill saying, quick, pretend we're a real couple to Jacob. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was funny. Because that was key. That was crucial. She saved herself a lot of trouble, and I respect it. I love that. I would do the exact Uh, same thing. In my same. In an embarrassing turn of events... I found the fact that Logan used to be a snorkel tour guide kind of hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, in an embarrassing turn of events. Uh, in an embarrassing turn of events, I did think that Casey was really funny in the chat he was having with Peter about Brittany. That is embarrassing, but yeah. you are right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, great. Well, I Wow. That's all I've got for the record. Yeah, me too. All right. Wow. Thanks An for listening, hour and everyone. Minutes. Love that. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.